Hello, loves. Just another gentle heads up that enrollment for Tarot for the Wild Soul closes in one week next Tuesday, April 28th at midnight Eastern time. Um, if you are feeling called to move through this eight-week spiralic journey into soul-centered, inclusive, trauma-friendly, evolutionary tarot reading, if you long to learn to use your deck for anything that arises, if you long to begin to bond with the cards in, the whole, in a whole new way, I would be honored and delighted to support you on the journey if you feel called to it and if it feels available to you. So to learn more or to enroll in the Tarot for the Wild Soul course, you can go to tarotforthewildsoul.com to, again, learn more or to sign up. Thank you, loves. This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth, hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Hi loves, welcome to the weekly medicine mini-sode for the Tarot for the Wild Soul podcast, where we speak a little bit about the flow of the upcoming week and the two tarot cards that can help us move through that flow. So we are officially in Taurus season. The sun has moved into Taurus. We have a beautiful new moon in Taurus coming up this week uh, in just a day or two. I personally love it when the new moon in Taurus, I think, is my favorite lunar astro combination. I'm always so happy to move through that particular uh yeah, that particular flavor of moon. <laughs> um, so our cards for the week may seem a bit daunting, but uh, they're they're actually really beautiful, and they're pointing us toward some really good, potent work that we get to do around our essentially Taurus wounding, um, any point of wounding that we may have around the energies of Taurus, um, which do have to do with our relationship to the external. It might have to do with our relationship to love or to beauty or to anything in the Venus realm. Um, a lot of things get lit up for us in Taurus season. We're working with the Empress and with the Hierophant in that energy. And it's really important to speak to that, even though our cards for the week are five of pentacles and two of swords, because we have to first talk about what it is that those cards are coming with medicine around. So the Empress, we're going to do a whole episode on the podcast about the Empress on Friday, but is an invitation to expand in some way, shape, or form our threshold of receiving. And right now, we're moving through an experience in our lives and in this particular moment where everybody is leaning into and are feeling tremendous salt in the wounds of receiving, whether it be that we've lost our job, our finances are very, very unstable, whether or not um, we're afraid to get sick at our jobs, whether or not we're an essential worker and we're working through that enormous stress and fear as related to that, whether or not we're, you know, working on applying for or getting our stimulus check or unemployment or food stamps, um, 
whether we have still the same amount of resources, monetary resources, monetary resources coming in or not, um, or whether it's completely different, um, Taurus and the Empress in turn don't necessarily rule money in terms of a capitalistic sense. And yet we're living in a time when for so many, the wounds of the material are coming up in a huge way. And because Taurus does point us to that and in its highest form can point us to the rewilding around those capitalist frameworks, um, five of pentacles is coming up right now to invite us to engage with this wounding in a mindful way this week. It doesn't mean that we're going to feel a week of tremendous tightness or squeezing or like we're somehow going to be devoid of resources or we're somehow going to receive bad news. Five of Pentacles is totally not about that. And it's a very old paradigm way of looking at it like that. Five of Pentacles is actually the card that we can call upon and work with that helps us to develop ongoing tools for the future about how we can work through times when we don't have everything we need. We when we are actually working with the gap that can happen in our lives, whether it be that we're literally dealing with stress around our paycheck or whether it be that um, we are deeply, deeply feeling, as many of us in the Northern Hemisphere are moving through now the dawn of spring, the pain that happens when we acknowledge the resistance and acknowledge the grief around the fact that we can't go outside. Is it a huge privilege and a huge thing to want in the midst of so many people suffering and putting their lives on the line? Absolutely. And this is personal work and your feelings are valid. So if you are feeling that sense of being stuck inside, even though it's a privilege, Five of Pentacles is coming to help you to be with that pain, to help you to be with that longing, to help you to be with that wounding. If you are somebody who is putting your body on the line, essential, unbelievable, showing up whether you want to or not, Five of Pentacles is there to speak to that piece. You know, what is it to be called out of our comfort zone, to be put on the front lines for something, um, to negotiate that? That's huge Five of Pentacles work. I am positive every single one of those people even though they're honoring a call, even though they're saying yes, would rather be home. <laughs> I could be wrong. There are probably some people who feel deeply grateful and so in their service to be showing up. And I am certain that at the very least, there's a desire for more resources and support. If you're a medical, you know, provider, um, first of all, God bless you, spirit bless you. And also five of pentacles can be coming up around the enormous wounding that's can be coming up for folks working their asses off in hospitals who don't have proper protective equipment. That's five of pentacles. Like we're all, we're all working with that right now. We don't have something that we want or need. We don't have something. There's a barrier. There's a block. We're working with what we've got and acknowledging what we don't got. 
And because, you know, Taurus holds both of those sides, and that's really where Hierophant Taurus medicine comes in, because, you know, we could say a lot about Hierophant, but one of the things that Hierophant really, really invites us to do and helps us to do is to kind of hold a both and experience and to live from our channel in that way. So to not have it be like, oh my God, Taurus is like the flowers are blooming in the Northern Hemisphere. Everything is so sensual and delicious and lovely. And it's not so completely on the other side. That's like Taurus is all about the material and being, you know, really bullheaded and, you know, um, all about money and all about what I've got and what I don't have. And it, it is somewhere in between that, especially because for some people, Taurus season is like, it's cold, <laughs> you know, it's not even springtime. Um, what we have with this opportunity this week is there's a lot of very, very strong energetic invitations this week, particularly around like honoring and acknowledging what's happening under the surface, the fear, the grief, the anger, the wounding, the frustration, to let it be there and to let it be okay. Um, To acknowledge that not everyone's experience in the midst of this pandemic is the same as ours and to not compare that because even though it's completely natural and valid to compare that comparison can also sometimes decenter our experience, especially if we're going through a circumstance that is really hard and really painful. Um, comparing it can sometimes take away from the tending that we deserve. Um, and Five of Pentacles really says, What are you doing with your attention? What are you doing with your hands? Like, what are you? Are, are your hands idle? Are your hands on your phone all day because you're so nervous and you don't know what else to do? Are your hands making things? Can they make things? Are your hands um, engaged in sources of support for you? Um, you know, where are we putting our energy? That's a pretty common theme in these weekly medicine episodes, but particularly this week. Um, it's not actually a week that's heralding like things are going to get really bad. They're, they're going to be so tight, so hard. We're going to have total five of pentacles stuff. Essentially what five of pentacles teaches us, teaches us also is that nothing is permanent, that everything changes, things change. And it's not in any way to bypass or make anything a positive when it feels really tough right now. It honors both and it says, yes, things can be tremendously challenging. And how can we meet ourselves in that experience? How can we not go away? How can we really stay and be be as present as we possibly can here? And it says, it could be that right now, There's a lot getting illuminated for us around the hurt and the pain that's already there. How are we making space for that experience? Um, it's, it's really powerful medicine. It's, it's big contraction. And, um, very often it does speak to the fact that we don't have what we need right 
now. And it doesn't mean we won't. It doesn't mean eventually we will not. On the road, on the bridge, leading from one place, from where we are to where we want to be, where we need to be, how are we building that bridge? How are we making space for ourselves? How are we permissioning ourselves to really be in as much self-support as possible and also to be as present as possible in the midst of those feelings? Because again, while completely honoring that there is so much privilege in the midst of this pandemic for so many of us and so much suffering and so much inequity for other ones of us, so much immense service. Um, you know, again, I could go on and on here. Everybody is working through their own five of pentacles experience, whether it be so micro that it has nothing to do with the pandemic, whether it has everything to do with the pandemic. This is part of a tourist season. It does illuminate the wounding around, do I have enough for me? Is there, you know, and it, we can take it completely out of the realm of external or monetary or anything. I, I hope we would. Because <laughs> um, although Taurus rides in those regions, it, it doesn't fully um, have to rest there. You know, what is it and how is it, especially in light of this new moon in Taurus, how can we radically call in a way to be with ourselves, with our willingness to expand what we're willing to receive in our day-to-day, even in our day-to-day, what we're willing to receive in terms of self-care from ourselves. Sometimes that's big enough. Like we can be all out on like, I want to receive this and this and this and the external. Are you available to receive pleasure from yourself? Are you available to receive tending from yourself? You know, does it feel like enough? I, I definitely know what that feels like. And we're here to work with some of that wounding, even if it's just acknowledging that it's there. It doesn't have to make anything go away. We're not making anything go away. We're not bypassing anything. We're not saying, hey, we can work through this in order to come out on the other side and be this, that. And it's like totally not like that. We're just acknowledging like where is that wound because five of pentacles has the potential to wildly and radically shift the way we work through those experiences you know how 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 can we be as resourced as possible in those times so you know how can we come back to ourselves in those times that's really the question And Two of Swords is so helpful because it essentially says in seeking the answers to those questions, the most important thing we can do is absolutely not compare to what anybody else is doing, to come back inside, to put on that sacred blindfold that says, you know, all of these external distractions, all of these external pieces they're not important right now. It isn't to say that it's not important for you to do what you've got to do involving your external stuff, but if you're in other people's business, it's important to recenter this week and come back to yourselves. We are in some ways energetically, and it makes sense that we would be, tilting 
out of our self-tending, which is more crucial than it's like literally ever been, um, and moving a little bit more into externalizing and moving a little bit more into distraction, into um, paying a little bit more attention to what other people are doing rather than what we're doing. And in some cases, that's appropriate, depending on where our energy is is being asked to be devoted right now. But there is nobody listening to this that does not have their own work to do right now. Nobody listening to this is exempt from that. <laughs> so how can there be a greater recentering a homecoming? How can we come back home? Two of Swords can really help us to do that. And it can help us to recenter and empower ourselves around the mind. How we're working with the mind during this time. Are we out and off in what if scenarios? Are we out and off in what other people are doing? Are we getting ourselves whipped up and worked up in some way that isn't by engaging in something that isn't even necessarily in alignment for us to be engaging with in that moment? Only you can know what's in alignment for you. Um, but are we, are we willing to come back home and work with those wounds? And I also want to extend it outside of the pandemic. There is a lot collectively coming up right now around, am I enough for me? There's a lot of that coming up right now. Am I enough for me without these validations without these regular rhythms of life without these patterns of maybe approval or you know with this circumstance stirring up so much we're all coming back to that huge wound that a lot of us have like is this body enough is this being enough am i enough and what is enough so in some ways we're our own five of pentacles work right now. Like, is, am I enough? Um, and two of pentacles or two of swords rather is always, no matter what circumstance it's in an opportunity to come back to center, to slice through all of the brain noise and to hold the brain noise while simultaneously drawing back into the truth. Yes, you are. You are enough even when you don't have everything you're wanting or needing. Nothing, nothing is permanent. That doesn't mean that things aren't really a lot right now, potentially depending on where you're at. How can we work with that? How can we work with those contradictions? Like we're enough and we may not always have all that we need or want no matter how privileged we happen to be, no matter how where we happen to find ourselves, there's always that work to do. There's always that negotiation. There's always disappointment. There's always something that's coming up. And we can have enormous gratitude for what we have and still acknowledge what's here. And um, that's part of Taurus work. That's part of Empress work. That's part of Hierophant work. That's part of coming back into our center, reclaiming our power, what we gave away, what we lost. That's part of reclaiming ourselves as wise intuitives, wise knowers, wise caretakers. That's part of us 
expanding our capacity to radically receive, even in the midst of a pandemic, not related to external pieces. You're receiving breath right now. That's pretty fucking radical. So how can you tune into those things? And how can you let the wounding and the contraction have a place? You know, we talked about this yesterday with Anchor Cards for Grief. Have a place at your table. You know, what, what's available to you to offer yourself? And how in this new moon in Taurus, you know, what kind of seeds do you want to plant around that? What are you calling back into yourself? What has been feeling like you've looked for a long time to get validation around who you are from external sources? You know, can you, are you willing to consider that it's no longer in alignment to do that anymore? That you're all you need in that way. So just things to begin to think about as stuff arises around this tourist season in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of everything everyone's going through, in the midst of this new moon in Taurus, just um, can we hold the reality of what it is to be human beings in this highly inequitable world, this highly unjust world, this world where things are not fair, this world where um, so many people are going through hassle and horseshit right now that they shouldn't have to be. And where so many people are moving through grief and pain and trauma without the right support. So many people don't have advocacy. So many people don't have rights. Where, even in the midst of that, can we come back to a radical sense of self-tending? Even if it is just simply, this sucks, and I can just hold that. That's really what this is asking us to do. You know, how do we negotiate a both and rather than an either or? So that's where that's where our attention is being drawn this week. These two cards, it's very, very, um, it is um, easy to assume that these two cards are bad or this is going to be a bad week. Uh, this is where all the medicine happens <laughs> is in like fives and sword cards. And this is, it's good. You know, it, it's already hard. You might as well, we might as well evolve through the medicine rather than kind of just letting it be hard with more hard. Um, thank you for listening, Wild Souls. I hope that this serves. I hope that it resonates. And um, it might not today. Just let it hang out in your being. And if things come up, you can always return to it. You know, anytime from today till next Monday until we do our next weekly medicine episode. So this is a three, this is a three episode week. So I'm going to catch y'all on Friday with an, with an, with an episode devoted completely to Empress. And, um, I will see you then until then, please take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to Tarot for the Wild Soul. This podcast was edited by Chase Voorhees. The podcast art is by Chelsea Iris Granger, and it is hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. For more about the podcast, visit wildsoulpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at Tarot for the Wild Soul. For more about me and my work, please visit lindsaymack.com. To support Tarot for the Wild Soul, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. 
Thank you so much for being here.